Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Salopcast. Um, today we're going to be covering um, the, the big news um, that Shrewsbury Town Football Club are going to be the first club in the country um, to um, apply for st- say standing. So yeah, we're really pleased to have Mike and Rog um, from the Supporters Parliament. And yeah, welcome guys and yeah, thanks for coming along. Thanks for having us. No problem. We're in my kitchen, Ollie, this week. So uh, it might sound a little bit different to listeners this week, but we've had to congregate around a table as there's three of us. So um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a big day for everyone, hasn't it? And obviously we've probably got the two most overworked guys in Shropshire today who've been doing every media commitment possible and um, we'll probably talk about that in a minute but yeah cheers for joining us guys it's absolutely fantastic to try and you know get the story of how we've ended up where we were from the horse's mouth so um, yeah it's quite an exciting podcast quite an exciting day Ollie. Yeah definitely just so just before we kind of go into the details guys who who have you been speaking to today where have you been what what kind of media outlets have you been on? Um, I spoke well it started yesterday so spoke to BBC yesterday obviously the Shropshire Star um mail i think it's daily mail had the exclusive for the the, the national papers mm. and then today to be honest i, I can't remember I've, sp- I've spoken to pretty much everybody um, today so uh, at one point or another where is this what about you roger um i again mike we've, we've sort of repeated some of the stuff but we spoke to i uh, did jim hawkins this morning oh. i got a phone call said do you want to come on there just do a couple of minutes and then uh, Got a phone call from Sky Sports and said, is it possible you could do a, a sort of phone feed? And then they said, where are you? And all of a sudden they said, right, there's a guy on the way from St. George's Park uh, right. with a camera crew. We'll meet you at a hotel in Warsaw. And uh, we did sort of 20 minutes um, interview mm. there, which was great fun, actually, and really good guys, I've got to say. Yeah, great I think guys. that's it's been one of the most interesting things today, Ollie, is it's, you know, these guys have been doing it, but I've been listening to TalkSport and I heard a town fan talking about on there. I contacted our friends at the the Anfield Rap Podcast, who we've sort of done something with before, and it's been good to see fans actively engaging. And you know, we'll probably come on to the, the result today, but like me and Mike when Roger were talking about before we started, the positive feedback from town fans, particularly today, has been one of the, one of the highlights. But before we get into that, we wanted to really go through the story, didn't we, Ollie? For fans that are kind of only just finding out about this today, and you know, the hard work that's gone on behind the scenes to get us to a position where we, we had this fantastic story. So, I suppose the first question I'm going to ask Mike and Roger is. Where did this plan first start? What, can you remember back to the point where you, you know you first went and thought this is something we should take to the football club? Yeah, it all started with uh, an email I got from a good friend and big town fan, Aid Plimmer, oh. who sent me a link um, regarding the um, legislation changes uh, in terms of uh, clubs like us being able to introduce safe standing. And I had a look at it and there was a guy's name on there called John Darch who Aid had spoken to in the past so I, I sent John an email and just said, look, is this something that could be a possibility for us? We're interested to see if there's any mileage in it. And he came back to me and said, absolutely, you know, when can we meet up? Brilliant. And I thought, okay, I need to get somebody on this straight away. And Mike was going through a period where he was set back and going to do some different things. And I said, <laughs> no, 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 you're not going anywhere. Um, just we, when you're we, out, they drag you back yeah, in, Mike. I, yeah. I, I sort of sold him a little bit of a dream of I've got something I need you to get your teeth into and this could be uh, you could get a Shropshire knighthood out of this possibly yeah. and, it, and, it, and that's where it started from it was awesome. simple as that so it's all down to A Plimmer really oh well yeah he's at the crux of a lot of the things yeah, the good things is. about Shooting yeah. Town Football Club he's obviously been on the podcast before so next time we get him on we'll ask him about yeah. his, his thoughts on it but um, yeah so it started from there and then when, when was that roughly then it was about five months ago I think yeah, something okay. like that so it's not been a, you know that's not a huge amount of time to have done the work that you guys have been doing in the background really is it five months and you know it, it, it wasn't long after that you took it to the sports department for some views first off didn't you yeah we did I mean prior to that and and we we couldn't really go public with it at that point we had to do a lot of behind the scenes work and in terms of speaking to the guy from safe standing and we had a meeting at the football club and and it was it was then you know probably about what three four months ago mm. that it dawned on me how big this was going to be and within <laughs> literally within the space of a week mike and i had managed to get um michael from furco around the table to foresee the fundraisers john darts from safe standing we got the FSF all over it as well, and we got Brian. We'd had a meeting with Brian, and we got everybody in a room together, which all that we arranged in, what, seven days, I would awesome. say, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Wow. And that's when it dawned on me that if we could land this and become the first, it will be massive. 
Yeah. What? What? You know. What about that being the first? Uh, uh, Mike. You know that was must have been a sort of big selling point for when you first heard about the idea because it's the, the prestige that it could bring as well, isn't it? A part of part of it for the football club, I guess, that helped them sell it. What? What, yeah, what, think, what are your early thoughts on I think, it? I think there's a dual sort of purpose for us. I mean, obviously, um, we want to be the first club to do this, um, but we want to be the first club to do this because it will open the door for other clubs as well. Um, you know, we're, we're doing this as football fans. The fact that we're actually doing this for Shrewsbury Town um, just adds to the the bonus for us, really. To be honest, um, yeah. and yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's going to be you know, if we can land it and we can get this this done, it, it will be huge for the football club. Mm. Yeah. So how so you, when you approached Brian, um, the um, MD of the football club, what was their kind of initial reaction and? Did you have to try and convince them all the way up for it? No, he he, he was um, he was really up for it, and uh, Brian actually knew quite a, quite a bit about it. I guess um, obviously Celtic had uh, had had it put in, and uh, so he got a lot of background on there. And um, you know, to be fair to Brian, you know, not a lot of people know, but Brian's quite a well connected guy, I would say, in the you know, and quite really well respected in the football circles. And he goes about his business different to other other uh, CEOs we've had in the past mm. and uh, you know having got to know him over the last few months you know it's uh, it's he's been great he has and he's yeah. supported it very very well so the the initial response was was good it wasn't a closed door it was let's have a look at it and see and and uh, see if it, we can make this work yeah and, and someone who's been going to support as part of meetings I think you know obviously the groundwork of working with Brian and other smaller things that we've done over the last two years laid the groundwork to that door being Absolutely. ajar you know, for, for you to yeah. bring something this big to the football club and it not be a as we've had you know a long time ago we've under different managers yeah. and different different CEOs where the door has just been closed on certain ideas but for us to have got this going um, was just fantastic really to be honest with you so um, you mentioned the, the Football Sports Federation obviously they've played a big part on this you know and he talked, talked about John Darch you know how much mm. of, a, of a support has he been really has he been sort of a, a, a key player he, he has. He's. I mean, he's the guy with with all the knowledge, and he goes around the country, you know, doing these uh, these road shows. Mm. And uh, obviously, he's a he's a Bristol City supporter, which uh, I won't hold that against. Him. <laughs> I told him that, um, you know. And I, and I think um, going back a few years, they they actually had a form of of um, a standing area, and before they re- redeveloped their, uh, I think it's their main stand. So again, John sort of almost made it his 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 life and, and I think he wants to see it in and, and he was he's again he's a very well connected guy and you know the, the things that have happened today some of it is through the you know the doors yeah. that he can open the contacts that he's got so he he has been he has been great and uh, you know there's been times when Mike and I spoke about you know are we being led too quickly down the different path but having said all of that we're he's been great mm. yes go on Ollie so yeah, interesting. So what's the kind of lead time been? Obviously, you've been working behind the scenes. Um, how long has this been going on for? In, well, probably initially six months when when it first sort of started, I think, was when, when Aid uh, emailed me. And then um, probably about a month after that, we started to make some tentative inquiries and we got, we got a meeting with Brian. Um, and, and then it's just... Kept going in the background. Snowball from there, yeah. yeah. I mean, once we... The last few weeks, once we put it at what the supporters' parliament meeting in where are we? I May, think, it was, where we it? are in May. Yeah. It's really taken off from there, and there was some stuff there that that um, if I'm brutally honest, I can't remember whether we shared with the guys or not. Mike and I sort of had a, a line that we said, right, that's where we need to, to stay because of certain things. We mm. you know we didn't want to let things out because we couldn't let things out. <laughs> but as as we've got used to working with each other, we tend to judge it by how the room's playing out, and we yeah. we we tell people what we want to tell I, from there. We want it to be open and honest and transparent as much as we can. Yeah, and I think that brings me to one of the first questions we have off one of our listeners, Ollie. If I just interject there, um, a, a listener uh, and a friend of ours, and someone we probably all know, Stu Parton, was yeah. asking from some of the stuff that came in today, and I believe he sits in the south stand. Was what the fans had obviously been um, who sit in that area had a letter, didn't they? Yeah, whether it went out last yeah. night or this morning, so yeah. they could be informed at the same time it went out in the press. Um, and you know, I've been supporters parliament meetings. I was aware of the work going on in the background, but you asked us to keep it under our hat. And there was a question as to quite, quite why that had been kept under the hat. Yeah. What were the reasons behind it? Um, I'll be honest. The whole the whole thing with this project is is for the funding and and for everything else is that we are the first football club to to undertake this, and and the crowdfunding sort of relies on that to a certain extent. Um, we couldn't run the risk um, of 
basically coming out too early and other clubs sort of taking a head start mm. over us. Um, we we felt, I mean, myself and Roger, have, have, this has probably been our biggest sort of, of issue that, that we've had throughout this is when do we come public? Yeah. When do we tell fans at certain stages what we're doing? Um, and whilst at times we've sat there and said, we've, we've now got to, we've got to say this, we've got to tell them where we're at. We've then sort of had to hold back for various reasons. Um, and I think we saw today the main reason for that was that when this news actually broke, I mean, probably the, the, the biggest surprise for me out of this whole thing is a lot of people have known for the last sort of week or so that, that this was coming because we've had to sort of tip off various supporters groups and um, different people to, to, to get various feedback. Um, but nothing really has gone on Blue and Amber, social media, um, and that shows that we can trust our supporters to sort of, mm. when we need to, to keep that, that information in-house. Um, so really when that news broke this morning, for us the impact was, was massive. Um, the fact is if we had let that information out early, we wouldn't have had that impact and I think it's shown from from what's happened today. I think you know. I still believe that we've we've done the right thing um, in holding back as as long as we have with it. Mm. Yeah. What do you make of that? I mean, for, I'll tell you what I think. I think that to inform the fans just before the the announcement was the right thing to do. You know, I, I can having sit and listen to some of the other things in the meeting. It, it seemed like the right approach for me. Obviously, people who are affected maybe feel a little bit more differently, but it seems fair to me, doesn't it, Ollie? What about you? Yeah, I think so. And I think also the um, the good thing as well is that um, I think there's been a lot of answers to a lot of questions and thoughts I think and which I think is also the um, the most important part you know some people some people won't like the change um, I think the overall um, kind of what I've seen online has been very positive but I think the fact that you've taken the time to kind of think through the questions work through the club which hopefully means it'll be yeah it'll be um, yeah an effective rollout I think what people have, have, have got to understand and, and realise is, is myself and Roger don't work for the football club we're not doing this for our own games. We're doing this for our football club, for our supporters. There is nothing that myself and Roger would would ever do to cause problems or issues um, directly to our fans because we are Shrewsbury Town fans mm-hmm. and we want best for our football club and and for our supporters. So everything we do is is always has always got the question behind it: Are we doing the right thing by the fans and We've always sort of that's that's how we've always worked is that we believe that everything we do is is the right thing by our club and by our fans. And and I would just interject here to say that one of the interesting responses I've seen today, and and even from speaking to the guys on the Anfield Rap podcast who are, who are fans, is that a lot of people are quite blown away by the fact that we've got a sports parliament that the, that the football club listens to. You know, we live mm. in an era where foreign owners don't in, don't really engage with their fan base they've got or owner owners that are just sort of you know not even fit and fit and proper people so that's what had really impressed a lot of people I saw today and I think it's probably just worth talking about that that interaction really it, it is fantastic that we've got to this point isn't it it is yeah you know and, and uh, there's a, you can look at a number of reasons you know today and might talk about the impact and that and maybe you know I'll, I'll be honest and say well I wasn't sure what impact it would have mm. I wanted it to be big but I wasn't sure what that looked like and sat here now after the day that we've had I can understand the reason why we had to keep things yeah. at, at, and move at a certain pace and you can look at all the reasons why you want to do something and why you don't want to do it and whilst we we've always label ourselves as trying to be transparent it's about the timing of everything that is the key to it is the timing of it and uh, and sometimes you get your timing wrong and it overshadows what you're trying to do yeah yeah because I you know I, I know that from some of the meetings you might have wanted to go a bit earlier but it was about coming out on a day where you could get the most PR for it because that's obviously going to help with the crowdfunding there's lots yeah. of things been going on in yeah, the background yeah. for you to try and try and juggle as well and it, yeah I just think that it, it's it's timing and, and one of the things that I thought was interesting at one of the sports panel meetings is I could tell by looking at you guys when you first presented this to the to the fan base who the guys were at that meeting. You still were not one hundred percent sure what kind of reaction you were going to get back. Were you? You've been working on something that fans have wanted, and and the general reaction we would have thought would be positive. But there was mm. I can remember you both being quite yeah. nervous about what fans yeah. would say first off. Uh, absolutely, and and the, you know we got something a bit of a story to tell, but we were more interested in the reaction we were going to get back. You're absolutely right, and, and that was <laughs> that was that was key to it. You know, and uh, and it was great that that we got that. Not just. It was, it was positive, but it 
it set us up for saying, yeah. right, we can now go to the next step with it. Yeah, I remember in the meeting, Ollie, there was two guys that sat in the south stand and they were the only people at the meeting. And so obviously it could have you know, been interesting to what they said. And they were both like, I'm really positive about it. I yeah. want to sit in this, I want to stand in my same place I am now, but I don't want to sit, I'd rather stand. And that's the sort of thing that started to trigger your brains to think, right, okay, <laughs> we've got something here, I guess. So, yeah, go on, mate. I mean, ultimately, if, you know, if, if we'd gone into those meetings and we were you know, hit with a a wall of negativity we would have sort of turned around and, and rethought what we were doing mm. um, but I'll be honest you know so far um, everything I've heard has, has been positive you know I've, I've, I've got questions that you know have come in from from people that are affected in the south stand and we'll obviously work with those guys to to find a, a resolution and you know sort out yeah. what their problems we can come are. on to that because we've yeah. got a bit later on called a way forward and that's about the things that are going to happen afterwards i think have you got any more questions about the sort of the process of how we got there ollie well yeah i guess one question which is quite a um a poignant one a bit of a tough question potentially but mm. obviously there's there's been obviously there's a reason why we have um all seated stadiums in the uk um given um, the context of hillsborough um, and obviously this is stay standing, so I think it's um, a different approach. But yeah, what's your guys' view on that? And um, you know, how, how 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 does the club and how does the um, like this trial um, kind of tackle those issues? Because I think it's important that we that people discuss this point. It, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's probably well, it is the most important point that that we have discussed. Um, Ultimately, we are we are football fans, and no football fan should go to a football match and not come home. Yeah, um, I think that's that's important to say. Um, we've looked very very closely at the safe standing model and um, the seats that are involved. We've spoken at length to um, both of our football club, Alan Roberts, um, our safety officer, who's actually been to Celtic um, to have a look at their safe standing. We've spoken to um, various other organisations to do with safety. And I think what people need to, if people aren't aware of what safe standing is and what it looks like at the moment, they need to have a look. Yeah. This isn't going back to pen enclosures. This isn't going back to you know, a, a, an area where the fans can surge forward. Um, I think that that's really important to say. Every row has a has a barrier in effect, so you there can be no surge forward. People cannot fall down terraces on on top of each other. They can't crush them. Um, you know, we are told by everybody involved that this is this is a safer way to stand at football, or the safest way to stand at football. And it's safer than standing behind a seat that sits halfway up your shins that if somebody pushes you, you can topple forward on top of the person in front. Yeah. So I, I think I think it's, it's you know it's it's very important to, to emphasize the fact that for us, the next step, which is now the safety side of it and the SGSA and the safety advisory group will now look at this and make their decision. This will take as long as it takes because for us, this is now the most important part of the, the, the project. Yeah, I think that's one of the, that's a really important point around the, the standing by a seat um, because, you know, we're all football fans. We all often go to away games and you do stand sometimes behind, behind, in front of a seat um, and you see it. And you, when you go to Premier League grounds, um, you often see, and you know, the cop, everyone used, everyone stands. So I think it's a really important point, that, um, especially for those who aren't, you know, regular fo football goers that, you know, a lot of people do stand in seats. As yeah. you said, it's not, it's not safe. Yeah, it's interesting as well. I was talking to someone online today about this, this point someone who probably didn't have quite that insight as, as to what football fans feel and to me I, I look at it in terms of our football club is that you know just in the terms of our stadium it will be an improvement in safety because you will take people who are currently standing in seated areas and potentially move a lot of them into a standing area now on, on the basis of this scheme if that was the only solution you know that's a safety improvement and, mm. and as you say the safety advisory yeah. people yeah, have told you yeah, the same thing yeah. you know regardless of all the positives it does for us as a fan base and atmosphere and just that straight up safety point makes it makes it a, a goer for me just yeah, on that basic yeah. point yeah. I mean the, the atmosphere point to be honest is, is irrelevant um, for us the most important thing is that this is is safe and that our supporters are safe within that area mm. I think Glenn you, you just touched on it there that, that uh, people currently stand in a seating area yeah and, and and that's the bit where it can be construed as being not as safe as it should be if you're sat down mm. and so we're, we're actually saying we're going to put something in that's 
a standing area in the in its own context, yeah. and that's yeah. the. No, it makes total sense. Total, total sense to me. I mean, that kind of brings us up to where we are now. And obviously, you went public today, and the news has come out there, and so we're, we're now at the thing. We'll talk about what the next steps are to to getting it maybe built one day. Um, I think it's probably just worth <laughs> touching on because Mike did previously mention it there about people should go and have a look up on rail seats. But it might just be worth running through a few things about what the scheme is essentially and, and what a rail seat is. You know, probably after a day like today, you're probably sick of talking about it. But you know, what what what? How if you were you've been describing it? Say, what have you been saying to people? What is exactly the scheme that's proposed so, in terms of our football club? So, so rail seat basically is a is a is a fold up metal seat that locks in place. So the, the seat would be locked in place um, for our games. The only time the seat would be released into a down position uh, for people to sit on would be uh, if we had international games, which were FIFA clusters all seater okay. or. We got in the Champions League, or or Elton John comes back, uh, or Elton John comes back. Um, I, mean, I think the latter is probably more likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, so you know, let, let's face it. I mean, ninety nine percent of the time, those seats are going to be locked in an upright position. Yeah. Um, and then basically, um, you've got a rail uh, that runs, uh, which is in effect a, a barrier that runs down uh, the length of every um, row. Well, in effect, um, the proposal that we're putting together is that when our seats are taken out, we have a one-to-one, which basically means for one safe standing place, you have one supporter. Okay. Um, so there would be no issue with overcrowding or putting more people in there than there are physically spaces for them to stand. Okay, well, I've got a question about that later on. We'll come to, but go on, Ollie. Yeah, so so what? So um, just so to kind of clarify for fans who might have just like you know seen it on Twitter or kind of just quickly seen it on the radio, heard it on the radio or seen it online. So what exactly is like the kind of proposal? What's the what's the scheme? What rows? How many seats? Details, guys. Details. So, so, there's, <laughs> so uh, uh, to be fair, there's that many figures We're banded test each around other today. <laughs> there, uh, the proposal is that we will take out. Uh, it's around 555 seats, and it will be replaced by 462 safe so. standing positions. Okay. Um, and that is on a one one to one basis, basically. Okay. Super, and it's at the back of the south end. We should say yeah, that. Right. Yeah, I think six rows runs all the way across the back of the south stand. Super, and one of the, one of the questions, um, Mike and Roger, that we've sort of seen a lot of today was, why? Why the south stand? Why not replace the areas where people are already standing up? Why not have put it somewhere else? And again, I know the answer. <laughs> I've already um, listened to it today, but again, <laughs> with, I, I, with, I'll take this one because yeah, I yeah. dealt with the architect. So. Um, um, Basically, it's all to do with lines of sight. A football fan has to be able, from their seat, has to be able to see all four corner flags. Um, we originally looked at putting it in blocks eight and twelve, 12 is eight, it? Eight um, 12. which are the two end blocks of the south stand. Mm. But in effect, by doing that, the football club would have lost around four hundred seats. I wow. think it was, uh, which would have been classed as restricted view. Now, obviously, the football club aren't very happy with that because those seats either can't be used or have to be cheaper. Um, <laughs> and we uh, we were told by the the various organisations that. Look, guys, this isn't gonna isn't gonna happen. Um, we looked into blocks eighteen, nineteen. Again, same sort of issue. In in effect, across the back of the south stand is the only viable place that we can put it without without causing um, restricted view seats. Okay, that's good to know. And I know you drew, you know the plan. All sorts of plans and stuff have been drawn up to, to look into this, haven't they? It's we've, not like you uh, just made this on a whim. <laughs> no, no, we've had uh, we've had surveyors actual proper surveyors in uh, battlefield land surveys okay. came in very kindly and did a full schematic of the south stand with lines of sight which then went to an architect in doha who's working wow. on the stadium for the world cup he checked everything and then we basically got our figures from there yeah no it's good it's good that not another local company being involved which which brings me to a question i'll ask later on as well i think one of the other things about the scheme is obviously that that's given everyone a bit of a basic background of, of it as well is one of the things we, we probably didn't talk about is we, we briefly mentioned Celtic and Brian's mentioned it a lot in his interviews. This scheme that we're proposing is is based on the model at Celtic, isn't it? And some of the restrictions and limitations that might be applied to, to apply to the Celtic scheme might have to be applied to us. What's the sort of sort of story behind that in terms of how how the seats might work in terms of season tickets, 
how can't, can it be open to everybody, things like that. It's that. That's the sort of thing people are starting to think about a little bit. What what can you provide on that tonight? Yeah, we've, we've, we've obviously spoke to Brian and had some initial conversations around this. The, the idea of, of I, I guess we refer to the Celtic model is it's yeah. tried and tested. It's, it's out there, it's working, and they've got 2,900, mm. I think it is, seats there. And uh, as, as Mike mentioned earlier, Alan Roberts has actually been up there. He went to the um, Celtic Hearts game. He stood there. He's experienced it, mm. and he came back and said, "You know, it's great. It, it, it it's working." Um, so we're following that model, and yeah. and again, in terms of as Mike mentioned, increasing the the standing area, we could have gone for. It's not a two to one, is it? It's something like a, a one and a quarter person per per seat to yeah. get more people in. But we want to go with a try and tested model. And at the moment, it's a one-for-one one basis, and that's why we're following the route that, that Celtic have got. Same same sort of suppliers as well, you know. Mm. So it so it's in there, it's working, you know. And it, yeah. and and we're hoping that that from a a uh, legislative point of view, in terms of um, you know the the safety advisory group and uh, what the sports minister gets hold of, that that they will see that we've got something there that we can refer to to say, look, it's working, and mm. and we can take. Uh, take good heart from that really and uh, and hopefully that's going to push you through a little bit yeah. a little bit quicker for us that's fine and i don't know if you've got anything to say on it ollie no okay i was, I was going to add to that is that um you know one of the things that again has come through this from looking at some of the stuff that the fsc have been putting out today is that you know this is hopefully like taking the first brick out of the wall isn't it in that it's innovative for us and it's great for us but this could potentially be massive for the rest of the football world you know it could oh, be that yeah. you know we yeah, talk yeah. about ourselves we, the BBC described our football club as pioneers today I never thought yeah. I'd yeah. never thought <laughs> well, I'd understand yeah. that before but you know it's the, it's the next steps for the rest of the football community that you might have been involved in which yeah. must be quite proud must make me quite proud absolutely you know and, and I'm sure we'll touch on it when we talk about the, the crowdfunding but but equally you know the timing of, of what's gone out today um, there was an article obviously Premier League have been uh, canvassing their clubs and West Brom put a, a very yeah. favourable article out about it, about wishing to trial it. Mm. That hit at the best time for us as well because it was really positive and 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 we we've just piggybacked on the back of it really awesome. as well. So it's been really good. We were just hoping that Ronaldo didn't sign for United or somebody today, you know, and that scuppered us completely. <laughs> I, I have to say, I, put, I knew that you guys were looking for like a slow news day. That yeah. was one of the things you told us at the last meeting. And I remember putting the radio on this morning thinking, you know, horrible it is. Yeah. There hasn't been some, was, another terrorist attack or some fire somewhere. Yeah. I was like, just have been a quiet night for the lads because they work so hard. They, yeah. they deserve to be front and centre. <laughs> John, John Darch emailed us, didn't he, about 11 o'clock last night and said, guys, there's just a thing about the um, FIFA investigation oh, rumbling yeah. at the moment. He said, I'm over in, what was he, Denmark or somewhere. He said, and it's bubbling over mm. here. I just hope that's not going to be run to its full potential but uh, we got there no it, it's worth mentioning as well Ollie. We, we're like social media hounds aren't we we get a lot of our stuff from it you know to wake up this morning and see she's returned trending trending on twitter in second place and that's quite a, quite a big thing for football club and they had all sorts of really exciting things come out today and i bet you know that's probably one of the reasons why you both look so tired is you've done all these <laughs> interviews and you're probably checking your phone to see what else is being talked about and everything from you know articles in the guardian through to other podcasts yeah. other fans other fans backing you and stuff like um, that I yeah think so many I, good things i think for us today the most important thing was to um to deal with our supporters yeah certainly for me yeah. um you know it, it was it was a case of you know if, if we've Every email that we've had, um, question, we, we've tried to respond pretty quickly to it to make sure that, you know, everybody is aware of what we're trying to do, what we're trying to achieve. Um, but yeah, it's been an absolutely insane day, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah. I even had some emails today for about just about the podcast idea of people asking if they could phone up and come on just to say thanks and, you know, like mm. bring back the Logreds guys wanted mm. to come on and say some stuff. So when you talk about our fan base, I think, you know, that the work is appreciated. And uh, this is what the podcast can help me do tonight as well as, you know, give give that the sort of human side of the work that's yeah. been being done yeah, yeah. And, and say, look, you know, this is this is what's happening. It's fans driving this forward. <laughs> Two guys like the rest of us that go match day, week in, week out, you know, and, and, and are yeah. trying, to, trying to do something for, for all of us, which mm. I think is... Which is brilliant, to be fair. So I think, you know, that kind of sort of explains the scheme, doesn't it, Ollie? Do you want to start thinking about, you know, asking the guys about where we're going now? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think it's just worth us clarifying for everyone. Um, kind of, so yeah, where are we in the process? Um, and then what, yeah, what are the key next steps? What are the hurdles that need to be overcome for it to, to happen? Okay, so we've um, we basically sort of got got past the first, first hurdle <laughs> uh, and uh, I mean we, we have had an initial meeting with the uh, with the SGSA and our safety advisory group 
Um, so the football club basically, um, the, the Celtic model sort of set out like a, a, I think it's an eight or nine step process. Um, and I think we're on something like step four, four or five now. Halfway. I think it is. I think we're about yeah. halfway. I mean, obviously now the, the, the most important thing is, is um, which is the next step, is, is all the safety stuff, which is um, alterations to our safety certificate for the ground, which should be done by the local authority, the safety advisory group uh, and the SGSA will obviously um, have to confirm that they're happy for us to go ahead. Um, and then I think after that we're, we're into crowdfunding mm. and once that's done um, basically we can set an install date. Awesome and then we've got a few next questions on here haven't we Ollie, about some of the things Mike's just mentioned there one of them is I think before we get to talking about um, funding and, and, and installing it is fans are asking today you know this is fantastic I'm, I'm really engaged with this now you know I'm, I'm yeah. so excited about this and you know our fan base what is what do you need from the fans right now? Anything or what would um, you like? You know, I know we've got a meeting coming up, yeah, so that's I mean, something that yeah, you've obviously got to, to we, say about. We've we've got an open meeting next next Wednesday, um, and we would encourage um, everybody or you know as many people as possible to to get to that meeting. Whether you support it, whether you don't, we we need our fans' feedback now because. I think Roger sort of said in the past there will be things that we haven't even thought about which will come up, mm. um, and so we need we need people's feedback. We need um, you know that that to sort of have come to the front now. Um, really, then we're we're at a point where we we are sort of waiting now for some sort of green light to to proceed, um, and then we can sort of kick into the fundraising so I think the next sort of steps for myself and Roger will be to sit down with Tafosi, who are the crowdfunding partner and, and sort of put that together so it's ready to go yeah and just before the meeting if anyone wants to you know you've obviously had emails today and stuff what what is the best way of getting in contact with, with either of you two guys is it via the football club or um, no I mean there is, there is a, an email address on the is it on the press release I think it's it on is, the press yeah. release okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's an email address on the press release that, that comes to myself and Roger um, you can PM both of us on Blue and Amber Facebook um, yeah <laughs> if you want to get in touch with the, the club, club yeah <laughs> uh, through through any anybody who's, who's associated Associated with any of the supporter groups, not yeah. just the supporters yeah, parliament. Yeah. You know, we, we've we've been in contact um, with the Super Blues and the OSC as well. So, you know, anybody and everybody that, that there's plenty of people out there that um, that can get messages to us and and emails in whatever form. You know, and the phone's been non-stop today, as you can imagine. Um, I mean, just on the meeting next week, um, it'd be great. And again, this isn't about us. Yeah, we we. We seem to work quite well together on stuff, and and I think we're both sort of we don't necessarily need to, we don't need to be at the forefront of all this. No. We're quite happy to work away in the background with it. I would love nothing better than that room, you know, the Sovereign Street, to be full next week. Yeah, because that way we will gauge the real true success of this as we move it forward to the next step and the next step. And we want to be in front of all our supporters. Anybody that's got the slightest question is an important question. Mm. Uh, and we've had a couple today come up and uh, you know a good friend Eddie Steer you know fast Eddie was yeah. was on the phone in fact I think Eddie's was the first phone call that, that I missed this morning <laughs> and he'll crucify, crucify me for it but he came up with a great question he did yeah. and, and we gave him an answer and, uh, and that's it so yeah, that's good I, uh, yeah I mean that, that seems sensible doesn't it Ollie I'm going to be there next week so I can bring bring some information onto the podcast but Getting fans' views now is absolutely vital, isn't it, mate? Yeah, it is. It is. So, and so, if we're successful and go away through to, to the trial, what do you think? Need, what do you think the fans and what do you think we need to do to, to kind of make this a success if we get through to the trial stage? Well, if it's built, if it's built, yeah, it's what, built, what, what yeah. would you view a year down the line as a success, Ollie? I guess yeah. is the answer to the question, isn't it? Well, okay. one of the questions we've been asked is, you know, why why five hundred, why four twenty, why four hundred, whatever it turns out to be, and and. The, the, the last thing we want is to put this in and then it be half full mm. let's let's be brutally honest about it we want you know we've taken this giant step but it's a small controlled step towards migration to to bigger things and that the whole of that south stand might end up being yeah. safe standing at some point in the future who knows but mm. we want all the fans to get behind it and and you know from the feedback we've had we think that um, you know it's going to be covered obviously through season tickets um, you know that's one of the stipulations, and yeah. uh, we think that you know it'll be really well supported. I'm, I'm convinced of it. I'm pretty convinced as well. What about you, Ollie? 
Yeah, no, I think so too. And I think it's probably worth just kind of going back to kind of like what the positives are. We haven't really covered that. Um, so yeah, I think it'd be great. <laughs> we haven't, have we? We've kind of gone no, into the details. details. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of, for me, it's really exciting to, yeah, give um, give a group of lads the chance to kind of, yeah, congregate on the terrace. And some lads haven't never had a chance to do that. Obviously, some older fans have had, had a chance to do that at the, at the Old Meadow. So it's nice for some younger kids to experience that. But hopefully also we can create a, like a, you know, create our own mini cop on the South Stand and yeah have a have a wall of noise and um, which would be fantastic and yeah that's what i'm hoping to see and looking forward to and also be interesting actually kind of a well guess go from your guys you know what do you think the impact's going to be in terms of the noise do you hope is that something that you'd like to see oh absolutely and uh you know just on, on that that point you mentioned ollie uh, of creating that i'm say cop atmosphere yeah. maybe uh, maybe riverside <laughs> yeah, type riverside. atmosphere you know um is you know Brian has said, you know, Paul and the, and the players last year, you know, talked about the atmosphere and, you know, we, we had lots in the press, didn't yeah. we, about us creating the atmosphere and we want the players to do something on the pitch first or do they want us to do something first? This is a good opportunity to get behind the goal. You know, we've seen big teams come come down to uh, to the ground last season who have, you know, in some instances sucked the ball into the net mm. purely by the, the reaction of the crowd and the noise that they make. Um, and we want to try and create the same as well, and this is a good chance to to do that. You know, it's not you know when, that's when you go beyond the safety and when you're in the reality of it all is being able to create a gr- good atmosphere. Yeah. And the players have recognised that as well. You know, so we get something beyond the goal going, it'll be great. I think it's good. I, I, to me, I, you know, we're talking about positives. For me, one of the positives that no one's really seen too much about today is that we lost. I think we lost a fair few fans moving from a, a terrace stadium to a to a non-terrace stadium. You know, there is that section of the fan base that unfortunately drifted away and I know it's been 10 years and we're talking about a very hard job to bring those fans back into the football club and you know we probably all know them personally you know um, and to, to say now here's, here's, here it is it, it can be back you know it might even be that yeah there's a benefit for all of us that have had season tickets for years and, and, and but there's a benefit to some of those floating fans that are really wanting to engage with the football club but have just been finding it so difficult so I think that's another sort of unspoken benefit and as we go along through time I think we'll find more and more of these little benefits that we, we didn't Absolutely. really realise the sorts of things that this would, would trigger within the fan base so yeah, there's there's so many positives, isn't there, Ollie? To be fair, we could we could go on and on and on. I mean, yeah. you know, it's good that we painted the Southland last year as part of the sports park, isn't it? So at least that's what we've done. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if we get toilet seats by the time this gets done, everyone's going to be laughing. So uh, not gonna, we're not going to let the football club off the hook about that one, yet, are we? No, so, I don't think they'd get mentioned today. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time. I know, I'm only kidding. But um, I think one of the other quick things was we 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 talked about it is um, you know, what is potentially the earliest opportunity that could be installed? Um. It all depends on the crowdfunding. Yeah. Um, we we were sort of in, in discussions with them uh, to a point where they wouldn't sort of start until they felt that we had a sort of a green light to, to sort of go ahead from the safety guys. Um, we're very lucky that the, the FL tonight have actually come out and backed us um, in, in this project. So yeah, we've already sort of spoken to to them and sort of said look can we we sort of move this forward a bit quicker um but ultimately that's going to be a decision that they yeah. they have to make okay no, that's fine we weren't expecting you know a date um, in the middle of october we, yeah i mean <laughs> well, we, you know there, there was there was sort of talk about you know um just after christmas i think a lot of it is going to sort of depend on on the sort of feedback we have from people in the yeah. south stand as well obviously if, if there are going to be a lot of people that are affected and and, and not happy about moving mid-season we may look at having to sort of extend that timeline yeah. a little bit and you've given people the option as well we're doing it now to move now and, and move into a seat yeah. that they're in for the rest of the season so they haven't got that yeah. potentially mid-season hassle if it were to come forward in yeah, the middle of the season um, so that uh, is a, a good opportunity we're not sort of shadowing it on people who've been sitting in the same seat for the last 10 weeks alright they might have been there for 10 years but yeah. <laughs> that's a whole yeah. different matter I mean, to I've had fans that have emailed me today who have, have got their letter or email this morning and basically said look you know we, we accept that we're going to have to move we're fully behind the project can we move now so that if it does happen sort of mid-season it's not mm. going to affect us then and you know we've just sort of said yeah contact the football club ticket office and they'll be happy to, to arrange that so yeah, it's really yeah. good I think, and one one thing is I want to mention Ollie is about crowdfunding because I know we do have 
a fairly old fan base. You know, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I think the average age of our fan base is 54. And I'm not saying all 54-year-olds plus don't know what crowdfunding is, but it might just be worth even explaining what that is to some people who might not be aware of what you're trying to achieve through crowdfunding. How How is the money <laughs> for this project going to be <laughs> raised? It's stuff. pretty simple. Crowdfund, <laughs> but That's for it. us, uh, you know, yeah. so, so, so basically what crowdfunding is, is the... Uh, is basically people contribute towards a project in return for some sort of reward, whether that be a, a certificate so they've supported the project yeah. or I can't go into too many details yeah, because so there's so, you know we, we've got we've got stuff lined up hopefully but um, I mean I think I think the important thing to, to say is, is that because we are going to be the first hopefully be the first English club to do this. Um, this isn't just a. This isn't just going to attract our fans towards the funding. This will attract hopefully fans from around the country and around Europe. Um, this is a, a, the safe standing is very well supported on the continent in Europe, um, and there are big football clubs there, Dortmund, for instance, who are fully behind this. So. Um, they pay for all themselves. Yeah, then. yeah. So um, you know, if they want to chuck us a bit, they're, they're you know. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, look, I think from speaking to to Tifosi, they they don't seem to think that that we're going to have a major problem with Super. with raising the funds. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, we we sort of and we'll take we'll confident. take advice and lead from them. You know, they're the experts in that field. Mm. Um, you know they've they've been there they've done it so um, we, we'll take their advice but we'll also put the case forward for Shrewsbury Town Football Club yeah. that's the key to it and hopefully then we'll come up with the right package and the right thing to do and and the timing of it is key you know and we've had a, a different conversation today haven't we off the back yeah. of yeah. all the euphoria of today which we, we might be able to sort of enlighten people nearly okay. next week on, on where that's going to go. Interesting. Yeah, so, I think yeah. it's, say it's something very new for us as a fact. You know, we've never, we've never yeah. had crowdfunding of anything particular before. Obviously, we've had you know people contributing to Super Blues Way and the OSC and, and you know via different pieces to, to fund certain things. Yeah. But I think, this is, I think it's key to say is from what you've been saying to us is it's, this is much more global. It's a different platform. This is, yeah. It's obviously a lot more money, but I mean, it's a different beast. Though, yeah, I mean, Tavosi have, have fundraised for, uh, I think it was Portsmouth Port Training Ground. Yeah, right. uh, I think it was Accrington for a, a large screen um, panel in the ground let's not push it <laughs> um, so you know the, these guys know what they're doing they know uh, they know how to, to go out there and raise the money and, and, and from the initial meetings we've sort of had with, with James from Tifosi they these guys are superb they know you know they, they have the, the full package yep. to, to be able to go out there and hit you know, as many Super. fans as I can, really. That's good. Uh, well, Ollie, have you got any more questions? I've got one more left after this about it before we move on to the listeners' questions. Have you got anything you think we might have missed? No, no. Or we've got the guys? No, no, I think we're doing well. So so the last question I had, really, guys, was about... Um, and I think we haven't... I've seen this with questions about the fans today. It's not one of the ones we've got sent in, but it was... And I think it might be one more for the football club, but just your initial thoughts, really, about 230 people who are going to be affected. Um, some of them are going to want to stay, but you're going to have a small percentage of people, and, and you've, we've seen a few people today who've see, seen that they might be a bit miffed about this, which you would have expected. Yeah. Is there anything... Have you talked to football club about ways of, of maybe managing this in a sensitive way? I think that's the best way of putting it. To to do it in a sensitive way, I think we've, we've started that off by um, notifying the affected season ticket holders prior to. Now, we will always get asked the question, well, why couldn't you have done it sooner? But I think we've covered that already yeah, in terms yeah. of the timings and the sensitivity of certain things. But, you know... We really pushed to actually get something to, to those people. In fact, we actually put it together, didn't we? Mm -hmm. We wrote, wrote the piece that went out to them. Yeah. And, and that started off for me. You know, there will be people who, who, who won't want to do it. They, mm -hmm. won't wanna, they won't want to move and they won't want to support it. And I just think that between ourselves and the football club, we will come up with the best possible solution to that for them. Yeah. You know, and we will, you know, they won't be lost in all the noise that's going no. on around this you know I, they'll become names of people and that and we, we've came we've already committed that anybody that asks us a question good or bad particularly the the ones that are bad we will get back to them mm -hmm. you know straight away won't we and and brian's fully committed to to supporting that as well the timing is going to be key to it in terms of some of the things that we do so if we don't do it to the start of next season that takes us down a slightly different less pressure yeah. different route less pressure less sensitivity about you know what people have already paid and, yeah. what, and what they haven't. Yeah, no, it'd be interesting to see how it all plays out, isn't it? It's one of a 
thousands of questions you're going to have to start yeah. ruminating mm-hmm. on over the next few months, Absolutely. I guess. But um, but there we go, Ollie. I think that, that takes the end of sort of our, our little agenda, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. We've had, we have had some questions from listeners. Do you want to run through run through the first one? I think we covered this a little bit, but it might be worth just going through it. So we had a question from South Sound Street. Do you want to read that yeah, one? So, so yeah, so, um, so it's successful. Um, could say Sandy rolled out across the whole of South Stand? Depends if the club will pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I think... Um, We've we've already already spoken about this with the football club and, and the football club have sort of um, taken the approach that look you know after a year we'll look at it. Um, it will obviously depend how many people they've got that want to go into safe standing and things like that. So um, at this point, we could, I think we need to shelve that. Let's let's get the initial install in. Um, and and sort of take it from there. Really. Yeah. Okay. But it, there's nothing stopping it being done. Nothing to stop us. Nothing from stop us from doing it. Okay. No. Um, next question we got, which is a bit more of a, a technical question. Again, something you're gonna have to start thinking about. So maybe these questions will prompt those thoughts. If you haven't had more ideas, <laughs> what would the situation be with preventing those that don't have a ticket walking up and just standing in that section? Would it be closed off with a little gate or stewarding no, or something? Be closed off with stewards. I okay. think the, yeah. the one important thing about us having it all the way across the back of the south stand was that it's easily. Um, managed by a steward on each stairway okay. um, and we've already discussed how in effect season ticket holder you'd be able to differentiate between a season ticket holder that's sitting and standing so whether it be an armband or a different coloured season ticket or something like that but that's something we've already okay. we've yeah. already sort of looked into a question kind of on the seat in um, for myself what this is the kind of question I had is, is, could I have the chance to ask you guys is um, <laughs> as a season ticket holder in the West End do you think we would be able to you know to experience it for a one-off game or a couple of games or is that is that a bit of a, a question you haven't quite got to with the club yet um, we haven't we haven't really got a fire if I'm honest I mean I think a lot of this is going to depend on on timing of when yeah. that area actually opens yeah um, whilst you know, it's favourable for us to sort of get this done as, as soon as we can for the fundraising and for um, the obviously the guys to install and all the rest of it. It throws up all sorts of logistical errors of having to move people mid-season. Because yeah. they so, do do it. Cause I've, they have moved my seat before to the Sovereign Stand. So I think the club maybe can do it. But yeah, I guess it's, mm-hmm. a, it's something that the club will have to work on, won't it? Because I'm sure there'll be a lot of demand. People would like to have a go, I guess, when they wouldn't have like to have a trial. Yeah, well, you can do it pre-season, I guess, because you wouldn't be season ticket holders then, but it's not going to be quite the same atmosphere if it was this time next season. But one thing I would just say is that, to be fair to Mike and Roger, there are some answers to these questions now that are going to be fair point. We've thought about it. Here's some of our thoughts, but you know, these are the issues to be sorted out. And and, and I think that's fair enough, isn't it, Ollie, to be yeah. fair? Like one of the next ones we've got from one of our friends on the continent, Stuttgart Shrew, is... Back ticket prices. A ticket price is going to change with the introduction of standing. No. Oh well, there you go. There's an answer. <laughs> There's the answer to that. <laughs> Simple. So it will be a like for like seat it'll replacement be like for and like. price replacement. Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. Okay. So, so guys, if the if the um, demand um, exceeds five hundred, um, how will we be able to manage that? Is there anything we can do about it? Do you think? I, I think. I mean, we haven't really discussed it with with Brian yet, but I guess my my own personal view, one idea would be a, like a waiting list. Of, of some format and um, I don't know I don't know what that would look like at the moment Ollie yeah. but uh, that would be the sensible thing to, to do is create some sort of waiting list what that would certainly do for us is tell us that it's been successful yeah. and it's been the right thing to do and if if you know depending on when when I'm going to say when we get to that stage mm-hmm. that could be in the midst of some of the crowdfunding and therefore then we're going down a different route in terms of saying well, look this is going to be bigger than we 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 initially think it's going to be so therefore we we might even start planning to do that okay earlier who knows who knows you know nothing's off the table roger (laughs) nothing's off the table (laughs) mike just looked painfully at roger i'm not doing this again um but yeah i suppose i suppose i mean that's the end of the questions we sent through i think we we, there we had a few more but i think the, the guys covered it and I think we, we probably just want to let these guys go and have a bit of rest now after the most manic day they've ever had. But yeah, um, it's yeah, it's been it's been fantastic to get that insight, hasn't it? Yeah, it really from, has. From the side of these projects that are being driven forward by not the football club and within close yeah. close quarters and close corridors, this has been something that we do not normally get as Town fans. So I think we should, should should commend the guys for coming on and, and sort of fronting up to a few tricky questions, which is which is what which is what they'll have to do going forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think just to say. Um, on kind of behalf of you know me and Glenn are just just two guys that 
ramble along on the internet on a, on a podcast but just to say kind of yeah. as a town fan just say thanks guys um i think it's really nice you know i've been at work today and i work for mcvitties so i'm in london and obviously a lot of people know i'm a shrewsbury town fan so i've had you know fans from premier league clubs um bolton fans accrington stanley fans like liverpool fans um you know, Chelsea fans all coming up to me say, oh, I see Shrewsbury in the news. So, yeah, it's been quite interesting for me being in London. Uh, you know, Shrewsbury have been in the news. Um, and, yeah, it's just kind of just great for Shrewsbury Town to be in that kind of position, but also for you two guys, for what you guys do. Um, I don't think a lot of fans realise how much work went into the Sports Parliament and the badge, obviously, and now this. So, yeah, just thanks, guys. I think from all the fans, thanks for your hard work. Yeah, I agree with that, Ollie. That's a fair thing to say. And, you know, and I know you guys just keep wanting to say, I don't want to be front and centre of this meeting, this, that, or the other. But, you know, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you and Brian and, you know, yeah, definitely. Arch and yeah. a lot of the other guys that you, you've mentioned in this podcast, everyone that's worked so hard on it, we should thank them as well. Really, yeah, definitely. We? I think a big thanks to Brian. I think like, I'm sure you guys would probably commend that as well. And, um, yeah, it feels like we're in a, a very different era with the club, don't we? You know, we wouldn't be doing this unless the club was supportive. Yeah, I, I totally agree, Ollie. I, it's, it's, it's one of those nights where you can go to bed with a bit of a smile on your face you know whether you're Mike and Roger or just choose town fans think you know this is some progress it's um it's been good and I think well we'll, we'll leave it now I think the best yeah. thing to say is you know I go to sports parliament meetings and, and keep an eye on things and, and speak to Mike and Roger at the football and we'll be keeping an eye on the progress of this and if there's something big down something big down the line you want to come on and talk about crowdfunding and the details of that you're more than welcome to just pop over yeah. one of the Saturday Sunday nights when we record the podcast and we can get that information out there to our listeners you know it's, it's another section of the fan base that might not get it from elsewhere so we're more than happy to you know we're on board aren't we Ollie we're, yeah, we're the salad cast is throwing its weight behind the project <laughs> that, it's hefty weight that's good and that, you know that's great to know and we are going to need your help there's no question about it you know you, it's another outlet and um, yeah. you know for an old dinosaur like me it's a it's something like, you know, it's been good fun and uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, we are going to need your help and, yeah. as along with, with others and everybody's got, you know, key, you know, expertise in certain areas and that's what we need. Super stuff. And we will have you back on to talk about the football at some point as well. Obviously Mike, Mike came on last season, so Roger, you've got no excuse this year, you'll have to come on and be positive about the football because I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic season, isn't it, Ollie? Yeah. So we should just also say, this is technically, although it's a special, we're calling this the first podcast of the new season, aren't we, Ollie? So we are... We are into it now, yeah. so we're number one down, and uh, yeah, we shall be back soon with some some transfer news and preseason news in a couple of weeks, I guess, won't we? Yeah, we definitely will, and hopefully, um, hopefully things can change. England have just lost on penalties to Germany, so oh, not everything no. changes. <laughs> 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 that's the best, that's the best oh, end to a podcast you've ever done. Really oh, oh well, there we go. Let's all leave on a negative. <laughs> oh, good stuff, guys. Anyway, thank you for coming, and no we shall see you again. And, um, yeah, stay tuned. We shall be back in a couple of weeks, Ollie. Oh, my God.